should wait about 30 seconds for it to actually like. Oh, because it's in a delay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's gonna be good. Okay, good, excellent connection. Okay, I think we should be, we should be. Do you wanna introduce the video? Um, I do not remember. Oh, I guess that's all we gotta do. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, cool. Cause it's like a NaNoWriMo video. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I didn't, I didn't test it, so I'll hope it works fine. Okay. Um, all right. Welcome right. back. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Um, thank you so much for coming. Um, we're going to be talking about the road to 50,000 words, um, how to survive NaNoWriMo. Uh, my name is Tish Hayes. I'm from the library. Um, I'm Cheryl Bundy. I'm a communication instructor here. And so I hope you can take these tips and tricks and survive uh, next month. We're going to start off with just a quick video. Um, this is going to be a collection of voices from NaNoWriMo itself, uh, just giving us some quick advice. Sorry for that little funky sound right. distortion. Strange sounds. <laughs> also, I forgot how to use Google Slides. Here we go. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to share a couple of uh, kind of tips and strategies because it is actually really quite challenging to get through November. And we've both done this before. Um, I know I've done it a few times. And, uh, and there are a couple of things that are challenging. Just like you saw in the video, 
um, the very beginning of the month, you're usually going to feel pretty good and motivated and focused. Uh, but of course, uh, it gets much more complicated as the month continues on and just your daily life is happening. Um, and the goal really is, I think it's like 1,167 words a day, something like that. Um, and when you log in your word counts on NaNoWriMo, um, it can be in intimidating because if you don't get the, your word count one of the days, you'll start to see your little bar graph and then you'll be like, ah, I can make it up another day and, uh, and, and you'll start to feel like you're falling behind. There's a lot of badges on the website actually to help motivate you to just kind of keep up with your writing, but getting it done every day is helpful. Um, what I find useful just in my own life, but especially during NaNoWriMo, is this app. It's called Forest, and it's very clever. Uh, basically, you uh, have your phone out, and you pick a tree to grow, and you give it a time frame. So you might say uh, 60 minutes, okay? And so while you're writing, this little tree is growing on your phone, and if you grab your phone and suddenly say, oh, I feel like checking my, you know, my email or something. I don't feel like writing anymore. You kill your tree, okay? So the tree dies. So, so you really don't want to do that. Um, and you end up over time like creating a whole forest of different kinds of trees. So it's just a clever kind of app that helps you uh, commit to writing for an hour, you know? And then once the timer's up, then you're good. You could, of course, use just an ordinary timer, but sometimes we need a little bit of extra fun or something cute, you know, to, to motivate us. Uh, another thing you can Google that's uh, similar to this is um, a Pomodoro timer. It's P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. And, um, and you could even Google tomato timer as another uh, option. And, and what you'll find is um, you can find a website called tomatotimers.com. And it uses this Pomodoro technique, which is basically you work for 20 minutes and then you take a break. And so it's the same idea. It allows you to make a little timer, a cute little timer on your desktop. And when the timer goes off, then you can take a break and you know be done with your writing for the day. But I think any of these sorts of tools, and, and again, most of them involve setting a timer, are ways to sort of build your writing time in. It's, it, they end up being really quite effective. So, uh, so we encourage you to, to give those a try. Um, yeah, Pomodoro app, so P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. Another thing you can try doing, and if you, uh, if you can actually Google uh, NaNoWriMo prompt calendar, you'll end up finding a lot of images like these. And again, you can kind of tool it to what you are actually trying to accomplish in writing. You know, you might be writing something academic. Last time I did NaNoWriMo, I used it to write a book chapter. And so, uh, so this particular calendar wouldn't work for me. But if you were doing something more creative in nature, it, it can be a, a good idea. When I've done NaNoWriMo in our classroom, um, like in, with my creative writers, we'll create something like this. And so basically, if you were working on a story, you could lay out a calendar for yourself with different things for you to work on each day. You know, for example, maybe one day you want, there's a certain scene you want to work on, or there's certain characters that you want to write about to get inside their heads. Uh, and so you can, in advance, create a little calendar for yourself with prompts 
And what that does is it gives you another like to-do list that's kind of a little more concrete. So you're not just sitting in front of the computer ready to write and you and nothing happens, you know. So if you have a to-do list in some ways, uh, it gives you something to work on and some way to get the creative juices flowing. So uh, and again, you can find lots of examples of these online. Uh, people often will create a little calendar just to keep themselves like on track and uh, and generating ideas. So uh, so we wanted to share that as well. And then just a couple of other ideas, and you can certainly find other things online, but in terms of just managing your writing, uh, if you needed software, Google Docs is free. It's a helpful tool for doing your writing and, and capturing it. Uh, any app that allows you to do word counts, basically, is helpful here. Uh, you know, and you might just have access to Word as well. Uh, if you really are, are kind of hard, hardcore about this and you really want to uh, kind of up your game, Scrivener is what I tend to use for my writing. Uh, I, I know whether it's working on a novel or uh, working on scholarly writing, there are special uh, tools it has as part of the app that help you like, organize uh, the, just the general ideas you have about characters or particular notes or resources. I know when I do my scholarly writing, I'll have just uh, tons of little folders with all of my uh, sources and the things I'm using from my sources kind of collected there. So it's, it's a popular app for uh, professional writers. And usually NaNoWriMo um, will offer a discount. And so if you look around, you might be able to find a discount for it. There's a free trial as well. Um, the Writing Cooperative has a list of like 30 free writing apps that could help you as well. So if you Google that, uh, you can take a look at, at what they have to offer. There really are so many tools these days, whether you're writing on an iPad or on a computer. Um, but those are just a couple of things that, uh, that we wanted to share. So part of the writing process is actually like, of course, having the time. Um, and there are all kinds of things that we, we do throughout our day um, that like eating um, <laughs> or, you know, being a good partner if you are living with someone. Um, and so this might be a month where you need to plan ahead, make some compromises with your roommates or your partners, um, and figure out uh, what that month is going to look like as far as like your grocery shopping, your eating. So, you know, having a bunch of snacks around the house or in your bag when you go to work is a really good idea if you want to I'm thinking about using my lunch break to write, um, which means I'm just going to need some good grab-and-go things to eat, right? So I'm going I'm to plan that out ahead of time. Getting those meals, maybe a, a few things this weekend, if you can meal plan for at least the first couple of weeks, get some casseroles in the freezer, um, big pots of chili, that kind of thing. Um, negotiate with your partner, maybe you do that, and then for the last two weeks, they're on meal plan duty. Um, Deep clean. That's another great thing to do this weekend. Um, I cannot <laughs> believe that November 1st is next week. Um, make sure you have like some of the basics down and also just maybe your house is a little bit messier for the month of November and like that's okay. Um, maybe you're using your Saturdays to write instead of vacuum. That's I think maybe a good compromise you can come to. Um, so again, negotiating tasks with families and roommates. Maybe if you can decide when you're going to be carving out time to write, 
um, as long as you're letting your friends and family know in advance, um, they can probably take up some of the slack or some of the things that maybe you were responsible for in that time. Um, and for students, um, and actually for, for all of us, review the things that you have that are due in November. And especially if you have big projects that are due, mm -hmm. you know, how are you going to negotiate your writing time with those projects? Obviously, anything that you can get done in advance is great. Um, or, you know, what are the weeks that you're going to really focus on your NaNoWriMo writing versus your academic school writing? Um, so, uh, Thanksgiving, right? Um, many of us spend time with family. At least one whole day is often blocked off. Maybe many, you know, between the cooking and like the, the multiple families that you might be visiting. So there's an, often like this huge chunk of time that, that you may not have to write. Um, so again, thinking about the month holistically, like what can you do in advance? If you can get ahead of your word count before Thanksgiving comes up, I think it's going to be a lot less stressful. Um, or maybe there is, again, just small blocks of time. If you are an early riser, um, get up before everybody else gets up, do a, an hour of writing. If you're someone who stays up really late, maybe it's that like midnight to 1 a.m. hour that you're writing um, when everyone else is asleep and you can have some quiet time. And again, this is why you're telling people that you're doing this. This isn't a secret project. This is something that you're going to need your support from your friends and your family. Um, so let people know that this is something that you've committed to um, so that they can support you. And that, so the whole community can be a part of your project. Um, I have found, um, both with this writing project, but any kind of big goal that I've had, that the more people I tell, not only do I feel accountable, um, I'm less likely to just be like, well, eh, maybe I, I won't finish this. Um, so that accountability is really useful. But also people, I think, generally are incredibly supportive. And just getting that support from them, having people check in with you about how it's going, can be like the, the encouragement you need to kind of make it through the month. Um, another thing to think about is, where do you want to write? Um, is that a cozy spot in your home? Is that somewhere here in the library where you have maybe less distractions? Um, so figure out what that looks like for you. And again, finding a way to let people know that you are in the midst of doing a thing. So we have some <laughs> do not disturb signs you can take with you. Um, wear a funny hat like the... Uh, um, the Viking hat or some other kind of outfit. Uh, maybe you have your writing outfit and when you have that on, um, no one in your family talks to you. Um, so just think about like what's going to work for you and like signal to other people that you are, you're focused. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yes, that sign uh, we're kind of serious about, you know, that really can be helpful to have that out. You know, again, whatever you can do to signal to people. And it may just be that you put your AirPods in or whatever, you know, that that's a signal when you're at home to, you know, have people leave you alone. Um, but, yeah, people will support you if they know your goal. I know even before we got to November um, or before we got to October even, my husband was already like, oh, are you going to do NaNoWriMo again? And it's like, oh, I guess I have to now. Um, but, uh, but yes, definitely there is support if you, you know, just say that you're going to do it. So incredibly helpful to know. Um, wanted to say, too, uh, just a reminder that this is a place that you can come. Um, and we're going to have, uh, I think, all of our stuff set up 
to the left of the nice little donut shop over there, right, Tish? Yeah. Um, because we are an official uh, come right in location uh, during the month of November. And so, uh, you know, if you look at our schedule for when we're going to have our write-ins, just get over here with your stuff, then you can just sit and it'll be uh, quiet, although we'll interrupt to kind of cheer you on and give you some prizes and things like that too. But, um, but definitely it can help you kind of get down to official business and it'll help you um, have a, a quiet space where you're not at home. So definitely can be helpful in that regard. So I think we, um, we want, we hope you all attend the big write-ins. So um, in addition to using the library space, maybe on your lunch breaks or, you know, throughout the day, um, if you can join us um, over the course of the month, um, we'll be probably giving away some prizes. We'll have some good snacks, some, some just uh, opportunities to get together. Um, we'll all be writing together, but also if you need a little encouragement, we are here to provide that as well. And sometimes just, again, seeing other people kind of working, working quietly across the room can be enough to keep you focused. Um, the last time we did this, those write-ins helped me. I did not hit my 50,000 word goal, but I got so much closer because mm -hmm. like just being in a space where everyone else was writing was so helpful mm -hmm. and helped me carve out that time. I was really productive in those, in those moments. So yeah. really encourage attendance for that. Um, it'll be a good time. Mm -hmm. yep. um, does anybody have questions? Is there anything that we can help out with? Getting pumped. You're doing a scholarly thing, right? Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Yeah, just having that time yeah. and a commitment, because then on the other end of November, you'll have really probably developed a lot, you know? I would say probably don't edit, you know, because I think trying to get that word goal is really the big challenge. And if you're stopping to kind of second guess yourself, I think at the end of the month, what happens is you end up with this giant, massive writing. And then you can start thinking about, okay, now I'm gonna go in and analyze this and, and work it out. Sometimes what happens, I know when I've tried to do um, like novel writing and like fiction writing, um, I'll get stuck at some place during the month. Like I'll have ideas maybe for scenes or things I want to write. And so I generate that. And then if I get stuck, I might just spend a day writing from one character's point of view kind of randomly, like just to get back into that person's viewpoint. And so that writing ends up being helpful to me. Is the whole thing like a cohesive draft at the end of November? I'd say probably no, um, but it depends on, I guess it goes back to what we had talked about initially, which is, you know, how much are you planning it out beforehand? You know, because if you have a plan for everything that you're going to do, then maybe it'll come together more logically. But with creative work, I think the act of writing helps you figure some things out about your story too. So, and, and you don't want to be like stopping that process so that you could delete how you wrote it, you know, so. Any word is helpful to add to the yes, count absolutely. in the end. 
So, and one uh, of the things, um, if you go to our website, there's links to the larger NaNoWriMo organization. Mm -hmm. And you should be, you know, going, visiting there. They have a lot of, like, tools for the month, but they also provide a lot of, like, useful sources um, and resources for after the month. So mm -hmm. when you are ready to do that editing and kind of, like, really kind of maybe shape your novel um, or whatever project it is you're working on, they have additional resources for, for December. So mm -hmm. there's, good, there's good stuff there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the goal is to just try to get the words out of your head and onto the page as much as you can. So, and that ends up feeling good to do. So, absolutely. Other questions? Actually, about the website, mm -hmm. I've just signed, like, created an account. Mm -hmm. I haven't really had time yet to poke around. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of tools are on there, or what sorts of things are on there that you could potentially use? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, one, one thing that you have is, like, when you get into your little account, I mean, there are ways for you to connect with other writers. Like, that's one thing that can be helpful. But again, depending on what you're working on. So there's whole communities of writers who, who will also have accounts on there and will be active during the month. And so, like, I have a bunch of writing buddies, you know, so you end up seeing how many words they have done every day, and that ends up being a motivational tool. Uh, and there are little, um, like the badges and other kinds of data that you get to look at about your own progress, because that is the place where you really will put at the end of every day, I wrote this number of words, you know. And so that keeps your progress present for you. Um, and aside from that, there's there are other resources there. There's a whole, um, like a not like a course, but there's a whole packet that kind of gives you um, insight into how to like get your novel idea figured out, you know. So there's all kinds of like, almost like a class. It is almost like a class. Um, so there's materials like that. Um, there'll be links to, you know, apps and other kinds of tools you can use. Um, but for the most part, it is this sort of um, personal hub for collecting the data about what you were doing with your project and the community hub to be able to connect with other writers. That's a big function of it. Um, so, and they also have a blog, you know, that they keep. Um, there's Instagram, like there's all these different social media accounts. And I find the blog to be helpful too. Um, so, so, you know, you end up kind of poking around on the site and seeing what's there. But there are different kinds of tools for writers. Um, and then usually there will be um, ideas for apps and software and things like that, and sometimes discounts associated with those. Definitely when you finish, you get like flooded with a bunch of, right. you know, discounts on things. <laughs> and then there's the merchandise shop as well. So that's another part of the site. So, um, yeah. That is really fun, like mm -hmm. to look through, um, just to mark like, oh yeah, I spent the month of November doing this. Um, getting a t-shirt or a mug or something, I think is really, really worth it. Thank you. Yeah, and if you want, I can pull up that NaNoWriMo website if you, if you had questions about any of it. I just wanted to log in here real quick and I can show you what's there. All right, thank you so much for attending. And we hope to see you at the write-ins. Yeah, mm -hmm. See you at the write-ins. <laughs>